previously on Getting Dicey. Sig sees Gundren fall to the floor. No! Dashes across the room, pours that potion into <laughs> Gundren's mouth. The potion pours into Gundren's mouth, fills up his mouth and overflows down the side. Nothing seems to be happening. I'm going to try and stop this crazy guy and I'm going to cast blindness. All color has disappeared from King Roll's eyes. It is Duran's turn and he disappears into this room. Both Mirakin and the Baron hear some sort of kerfuffle in the room that Duran disappeared into. The door's opened up and it looks like this drow, like this dark elf, has just been thrown down into the room. And Duran just says, uh, We are not alone. You are outmatched here. We outnumber you. We outgun you. Surrender and you will not share Gandrin's fate. King Grohl drops his morning star and puts his arms up. It is the drow's turn and just raises her head up and just brings it down into the sharpest point of six shield and drops to the ground. The long gray hair starts receding into her head. Her mouth seals over. This may never have been a drow at all. So I'm going to bend down on one knee and just grab him by the head. Where's the mat? Under my bed, but we need to get out of here. American, under the bed, You've found like a small leather sack and with a little bit of digging you managed to pull out a map. To the east of Phandalin is uh, an X with the words Wave Echo Cave written across it. What about this map is so important that you'd kill for it? Nesna doesn't want anyone else to know where the Wave Echo Cave is. It's as simple as that. Sig walks forward with a two hand <laughs> and brings it down onto the top of King Grohl's head. And you just crush his head underneath the weight of the hammer, killing him instantly. So you've you've kind of seen all of Cragmore Castle, which is great because what that means is that we've kind of hit um, the end of oh. Act 3. Getting dicey. <laughs> What I've, what I've put together for you guys, just because it's been a while since we've had anything cool happen on, on Roll20 visually, um, is a, I've set up a little animated map of a campsite for you guys while you, while you, while you sit around the campsite talking. No. Oh. It's like I'm there. <laughs> Cicadas are making their noises and the light from the campfire is illuminating you all. You'll notice I've separated Loris and Duran from around the fireplace as well. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, Gil is looking really swole. Actually, I don't know why he's just so much bigger than the others at the moment. I feel like mine's struggling to load, but yeah. <laughs> hopefully it does. Can you see the? Can you see your tokens? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Can you see the map, or is that still loading, or what's going on? For you it's here? just loading. The whole thing is just loading. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. You can just imagine using your mind that you're all seated around a campfire at the moment. You've made your sleeping uh, preparations, but I don't know. You're just all having a bit of a moment before you're reflecting, reflecting on everything that's occurred. I guess. Um, Gundren is. is where, what have you guys done with Gundren while you guys have set up camp? <laughs> did, you, did you did you bring him along, or did you leave him at Cragmore Castle? Roasting him on the fire. Okay, good. No. Everyone, uh, D twenty for how delicious Gundren is. <laughs> it's wrong to waste. Yeah. We use every part of the country. We- <laughs> <laughs> we talked a bit about this, and we, um, I think, 
where the party landed was that we were going to bring him with us to Lady Gariel. Yeah, right. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, or Great. Sildar or um, someone in Fandolin. <clears throat> cool. cool. Gariel will be good if she can do something. But yeah, I think we're mostly going to go to the mines. So we're not mm. going to spend a lot of time yeah. dealing with Gundren's body, I think. All right, so you did you did your ritual. What did that ritual do for Gundren? It um, stops him from decomposing for, for how, how long? 10 days. Oh, 10 and then days. I can cast it again at the end of 10 days. So once I get to Fandolin, I'll, if we go there, I'll um, cast it again mm. and it'll be froze for 10 days. And it stops him also from becoming undead. Right. Okay. Okay, that's pretty sweet. Um, so before we call it a night, uh, replenish all your health, get all your spell slots back, and and do what you need to do before heading off back to to Fandolin. Is there anything you guys wanted to to do? Well, I have um, <laughs> a couple of scrolls that I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a, this is always fun. Yeah. Can you move away from the fire when you're doing this? <laughs> I got right of this a long time ago, so and I haven't um, tried to learn it yet. Mm. So. Do you remember how I do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, the scroll rolls. Every, every, no. every time, every time. Uh, 1D10 plus the spell's level. Yeah, that's right. So you've got to roll higher than that with your wisdom, is it? Must be intelligence. There's intelligence. <laughs> I'm really glad that we look, we made sure we were aware of what was going on. Uh, before we... oh my God, <laughs> it's intelligence. Oh, it's intelligence. Okay, great. And you can have the assistance of some if someone wants to help out as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Does anyone want to assist? <laughs> I'll have a look at the scroll. <laughs> well, you'd be, I'm, you'd... I'm not sure I'm smart enough to assist. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> Sit there and read it and go, what's that word? What's that word? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean, if Merkin <laughs> wants to help out um, the Baron scribe this scroll into his, his book, we can. Uh, you can do so and roll, oh, that'd be great. and roll with advantage. Okay, so do I roll just intelligence or is it a check? Sorry. Like well, it's a, not a save. It'll be just an intelligence roll. Does, does it get um, <clears throat> a proficiency added on? That's what I mean. It's like a... Or that's only if I'm good at intelligence. It's not Arcana, is it? <laughs> I, I mean, this is this is. <laughs> do I do? I might have to actually bring up the rules if we're gonna. <laughs> um, Sorry about this. No, no, this is good. What uh, we needed was a really. Oh, a copy must succeed on an Arcana check with a DC equal to ten plus the spell's level. Okay. Okay. So okay. I've got Arcana here. It's a plus six. Okay, so well, that should be should be pretty decent. Is that what you did last time? I feel like that isn't what you did last Ooh. time. Can I? Uh... Can I uh, sing a song of inspiration for the Baron? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to let him roll with advantage anyway since Merrick's uh, assisting oh. him. Well, I hope so because that was a bad roll. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> yep. There we go. I, uh, I was just leaning over your shoulder like, oh, yep, I know that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But she smells really badly of cheese, so I don't know if it's actually <laughs> yeah, helpful that much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got an eight plus six, so I think that's enough. That's a fourteen. So you've added what is it? This scroll I need of... an eleven. Great, great. A ray of sickness. Ray of sickness. And nice. And I've also got one other. Well, 
<clears throat> another one. So I may as well do it now rather than take ages another time. Mm-hmm. So there's, I can't learn Revivify, so someone can use that if okay. someone dies within a minute. Mm. We should have had it for Gundry. <laughs> and <laughs> we hadn't found it. But we're mm. ro- uh, Scroll of Silence, I think I can learn that. Okay. Unless someone, uh, no one else can learn, right? It'd just be a one-off. Okay, so, oh, what's so, what level of silence? Level two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> I might use my um, my inspiration that I have. All right. I think yeah, the Baron's kind of shoot off stinky American. No, no, I'm not showing <laughs> off. Can it can it still help? I mean. <laughs> You either roll with advantage or not, I guess. That's yeah. So okay, well, we're going to get. No, I want Americans' help. For okay, sure. cool. Okay, it's a nice bonding moment between you two. Yeah, yeah. You definitely help. I, oh, I do appreciate that. I appreciate he's not making any comments about my stench. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the same position. <laughs> we are bonded by cheese. All right, so yeah. you've got, so got silence. <clears throat> you got silence and ray of sickness added to your book. Which is just fantastic. So are those always good. prepared. They're always ready to go now. Uh, no, I means I can prepare them. It means oh, that cool. I know them. Yeah, cool. And if I yeah prepare them in a long rest, I can use them. <clears throat> okay, perfect. Thank you. Cool. Is there anything else uh, that anyone needs to do before we call it a night? I would like to address the party. Mm-hmm. I stand up near the fire and and look over everybody, and I just say. Listen, we came all this way to save Gundren, and we failed. However, as I've gotten to know you all, I've, I've come to recognize that you all do have immense courage and moral fortitude. Together, we have fought for justice and the protection of the weak. This black spider, what do we know? We know that they seek great ancient magical power and that they are willing to kill to keep those secrets. One who seeks power such as this, they always seek dominion over others. This must be checked. You've shown that you're willing to fight for the protection of the weak. It seems it may fall to us to do it again. Are you all with me? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic. I will have to bring you to my uh, cafe that I hang out in where we do spoken word. They would love it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Brian. Your kindness shines this night. And you see her her dark demeanor lighten a little and, and a little bit of glow come into her eyes, a gentler glow than you're used to. This would have been like almost perfect for Billy Goblin to appear and be like, I'm in. <laughs> His head disappears in front of the fire. Like, Just like comes in and everyone, hey. Um, I say again, are you with me? Indeed. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, so with like Sig and Murrican's hands kind of, like in the go team pose, uh, Bill gets to his feet and just uh, steps forward and says, uh, 
I gotta be honest, uh, I didn't expect anyone to accept uh, Bill. That's why I thought uh, I thought I needed Gil. I thought I needed that person, but you've all proved me wrong. I'm in. <gasps> I place my hand. The top is. We've got one hand uh, quite silently missing at the moment. <laughs> Sil- silent, silently placed on top, but just waiting for everyone to get themselves sorted. <clears throat> okay, cool. <clears throat> I don't need to say anything. It's like... <laughs> right, Loris just slams his hand down on top of everyone else's hand. <laughs> Go <laughs> team! Any, any excuse to kill something, it's all good. <laughs> Right, cool. I hope he didn't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... Oh, God. <laughs> Way to ruin it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everyone just withdraws their hands like... Oh. <laughs> Not what we agreed. That's what Laura thought he heard anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Duran kind of um, sheepishly puts his hand on, on top and says, uh, I'll do what I can, um, but uh, you all have taught me something these last couple of days and I'm starting to wonder where I need to be and the things I need to do to right what I have wronged. Uh, Once we reach Phandalin, for now, I think I may separate from you. Um, But I'm sure uh, we will will meet again. Uh, Yeah, sorry if I made this awkward. Uh, and he um, just sort of withdraws <laughs> 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 his hand um, as from, from the pile. Um, That's okay, Duran. <laughs> you always do, and we're used to it now. Sig pipes up. Uh, Duran, any battle that you can walk away with, with your own legs, has been a good battle. Thank you for your assistance. And he nods. Indeed. He nods uh, at... At each of you in turn, um, and, uh, and and gets up and moves off to to his his uh, sleeping area. Um, are you guys following? Sir? Are we calling it a night? Uh, are we going to give you guys a, the much needed long rest? Indeed. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Um, we'll disappear off this map for a little. I really just wanted to set the scene for. It made it look like there was going to be some kind of cool encounter, but it was really I just wanted to set the scene for you guys. Very loud potatoes. <laughs> Oh, was it quite loud? That was brilliant. I was like, well, the cicadas, real? No, it's winter time. (laughs) Uh, And as I drift off to sleep, I just mumble, oh, I can't actually learn silence. Wizards can't learn. (laughs) So you've you've described it perfectly into your book, but every time you've tried it, it just does nothing. Um, Fat lot of good being a wizard is. (laughs) Before um, before Brian goes to sleep, I... I request him to read just a little bit more of that that filthy book about the funny little dwarf man. Uh, the Adventures of Ermon. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of it by heart now, so I can read it. Story time. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to put Shannon through the pain of actually having to make something up on the spot. Oh, Unless he's got something. He may have prepared something. It will be way too X-rated, I think. We <laughs> okay. Let's cut to the fireplace. 
<laughs> yeah. The camera pans to the starry sky above as you as you hear Mirican giggle to the to the to the baritone yeah. voice of the of the Baron. Fifty shades of ermine. <laughs> um, the camera pans back down to a uh, it's a it's a bit of a chilly morning this time. The fire is is long since uh, been um, extinguished, uh, and you guys are you where are you guys heading from here? To Fandolin. Oh, we're heading straight back to Fandolin. Fantastic. Makes it a bit easier, I guess, than trying to create some kind of zoo episode for you guys. Um, oh, I was so looking forward to a zoo episode. So Craigmore Castle was sort of due north of um, the uh, uh, the forking between the Tribal Trail and the um, road leading to Fandolin. So you guys um, are on your horses for um, maybe a good good half a day before you find the tribal trail and continue across it um i'm just going to prepare something um and i'll bring you guys onto another little map as you make your way further down this um the tribal trail you see a, a, a character making his way down the path in front of you he's maybe a good six foot two tall um he looks cat-like. Uh, some of you may have heard of Tabaxi before. Some of you may have even met them, but it's been uh, these are quite rare creatures. He's carrying a relatively large um, backpack on his back, uh, and he's just making his way um, up the path, sort of almost to head up the path to where you guys stand. Um, uh, he sees you and stops uh, in his tracks. He looks you all over. And uh, and says, "Oh, well met, adventurers. Uh, how's how how goes your day?" Salutations, oh, well sir. I am Needle, and I have a I am a traveling emporium. Well, Tabaxi. <laughs> Are you perchance in need of any of my fineries? And he, he opens up a small um, zipper on, on the side of his backpack and you can see just a bunch of small bits and pieces uh, within the backpack. Fineries? I would love to look at such things. Um, let's have a look. He says, oh, well, an elf like you, I'm sure I can find something in here. And he delves into, he, he sort of puts one hand deep into his pack and pulls out like a, a sword sh like a sheath for a sword uh, and he says I I have here the sheath of ire which of course you would understand as being the elven word for sharp no doubt my lady but of course um, and he, sh he holds up this this rather ugly looking just like it looks like a, a common sheath um, but he seems, he's like, this, I think, will find you well. Uh, any sword of any size, of any shape, will indeed fit this sheath. <clears throat> Can I try it? Yeah, and he, and he uh, he's a little hesitant. He says, try? Well, to try, you must buy. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you show me that it works? <clears throat> I want to see. 
As you can see, I have not a sword on my body. Uh, I'm not sure how I should be able to prove this to you. We'll, uh, we'll loan you one. Uh, he takes his sword off his back and passes it to the man. Okay, he, he, he like, almost sheepishly takes the sword from you. Um, and he, he looks at the sword. He says, this is a fine sword. Where did you, where did you come across this? Indeed, it is a fine blade. I can't remember where I found this particular <laughs> one, but I've killed lots of goblins with it. You can see the few blood stains on it. I'm wondering if your sheath will help with that. Well, let's see. And he he places the sheath on his uh, on his on his hip, sort of attaches it to his belt as as much as as easily as he can. And he grabs he grabs your sword and just places the tip of the sword up against the sheath. And the sheath looks too small, but you see the sheath grow in size. To the size of the sword you've handed him, um, and he doesn't—he doesn't place the sword into it. He says, "And there you have it. You can see this sheath will change to whatever size sword you need it to fit." A fine product, sir. And it could be yours for the low price of fifteen gold pieces. Don't you worry. That's reasonable. <laughs> But I must warn you, the use of this sheath will... And you see his lips moving, but as he tries to explain this sheath further, no words can be heard. And he finishes his sentence. So don't say I didn't warn you. (laughs) But you didn't. Strange. What do you mean I didn't? What was that, sorry, Shannon? Nothing strange about that, American. You drive a hard bargain, I'll put it down to a measly eight gold pieces, but I must (laughs) insist that you take this off my hands. Do you have any um, smoking material or... Can I can I do an insight or an arcana or or arcana on to see if there's some kind of enchantment on this guy or something? Um, you can give me um, an arcana roll. Yeah, check. I have rolled a critical fail, which makes oh, it a God. three. Yeah. Um, Did anyone want to help? <laughs> um, <laughs> no American. Is anyone else there. keeping an eye on what's going on here? You're like eyeing up like a, a small shrub next to him. <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you're, you're looking him over, um, and it doesn't. With your with your knowledge of magic, he seems he seems fine. Let's just say I'm just so calm, charmed by his cat-like appearance. I just positively trust him every word he says. Excuse me, sir, before we spend our coin, I wonder what other items you have. Uh, and he hands you your sword back. Thank you for the lending of your sword. So at uh, no to the sheath. I, 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 well, I'm, I'm still thinking about it, but I don't want to spend my seven gold pieces yes. when you could have had something else. Yes, very good. Well, a big man like you, I imagine uh, you must find it quite hard to go around stealthy-like, I bet, Yes. Indeed, I'm a bit clankety-clankety lately. Um, and well, and he quickly just, like, cat, with cat-like reflexes, just pushes his paw into his bag and pulls it back out with a small ring held 
um, within his within his hands. Um, he says, "This this is the ring of Invisi. A small, but trust me, like you, he, he holds it up, and you can see the words written inscribed on the inside of the ring, the ring of Invisi." And uh, there, there looks to be like some more small scratches after it, but they, they ca- you can't make out what the rest of it is. Um, and he he says, I'm "Just like when look at his ears." <laughs> well, my thank you. But let me explain this small, beautiful ring, once worn on the finger. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then it will become visible again. John, <laughs> Phil. Um, I'm, just while he's like speaking silently, I'm just going to survey our group. Okay. And just see that everybody is seeing the same thing that Bill is seeing. <laughs> like, just trying yeah. to, just trying to, like. I'm seeing yeah. this. I'm mm. seeing that he's talking with no. I'm going to get closer no. as he's speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Just and he looks curiously at you. He looks curious at the Baron, like sort of leaning forward. Are you having trouble, uh, sir? You seem to fade off there. I couldn't hear the explanation part. Look, I'll speak up a little louder for you then. When you wear the ring, <laughs> is this adorable fellow pranking and us? It will become visible again. Mm. Well, how about I pay you? And then you say, ah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <clears throat> Don't make me repeat myself. This fine peridot ring of Invisi will set you back 25 gold pieces, a little more than the sheath I showed you earlier. Sure, but it's not often that you get to... <laughs> Until it At becomes point... visible again. At this point, Sig steps forward and looks through the path where he came from (laughs) and the path where we came from and the other path to see if there is anyone lying in wait. Uh, Give me a perception check. Sig rolls a 16. All right, with a roll of 16, everything, you can you can hear the birds singing, the sun's shining. It's a little little chillier this morning than it has been previously, but there doesn't seem to be anything standing out. You can't see any shadows lurking in any trees, any shrubs or anything like that. It really is, from what you can see, just you, uh, the rest of the crew, and um, this, this tabaxi going by the name of Needle. Fine, you oh, you guys, your silence is killing me here. I'll put it to an 18 gold piece, uh, Bill. Um, so I'm going to try something. Um, so I'm going to cast Message. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to speak directly into his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm pointing at the tabaxi, uh, and I'm just saying... Uh, for for some reason there appears to be some sort of interference. Uh, we can't hear the description. Can you uh, can you repeat for me, and I can translate? Um, and he so basically it's a message that goes into his mind, 
and he can respond mm. with a message in my mind and I can, right. uh, if, if that works, um, I can translate for the group is what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just having a look at any of the details there. So he hears this voice and it takes him um, by surprise. He says, uh, good sir, are you in my mind? I am a mere adventurer. What is what is happening? I say, uh, sorry, but it doesn't appear as though there's something that doesn't want us to hear the the description of these these items. So I'm just trying to find out more from you. Oh, oh, oh! I see what's happening here. Unfortunately, if you're not hearing the descriptions, what are my words? If they're coming out. Of silence? I'm not sure what I can do to help. These items are very rare. Could you uh, give me the description in my mind? I will try. Um, and he, he start, you can hear again, he says, in your head you hear, when you put this ring on your finger, Until it becomes visible again. Okay, I I don't want to like spend too much time on it, but can I try one more thing? Sure, sure. Can I roll for lip reading, like insight or something? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, We'll go. We'll we'll do a whatever you've got better of perception or insight. I'll let you roll. Uh, my perception, uh, they're equal. Okay, well, you can, let's do perception then, because you're basically trying to, or is, or is, your, invest, is, your, is your investigation better? Um, my is investigation the is the same. Okay. With a, with a roll of six, you, you're, tr- you're trying to read it. The last time he told you, you, you were, you're trying to read his lips until you realize you've never done this before, ever. <laughs> Um, you do make out the words invisible a couple of times because you've kind of pieced together, um, yeah, what he's been saying. Yeah, it seems only fair to, to let it run its course after. Yeah, this mm. is one hell of a bargain. Fifteen gold pieces. I, I need to get rid of these items, I'm telling you. Fifteen is a steal. But maybe, yeah, maybe... Maybe the big guy back there. Uh, I haven't seen a Goliath for quite some time, but let's, uh, I think I've got something in here for you. And he throws the ring back into his back and just pulls out this adorable, small teddy bear. (gasps) (coughs) I imagine a big man like you hasn't had the chance of a, a luxury of a small teddy bear for quite some time. And he holds it up and you think maybe... Maybe you could hear a small cry of a child when he held it up, but you're not sure. You're not quite sure. Um, it's, it's, it's quite old. It's, it seems to be torn in places. It's missing a, one of its eyes. It's got little buttons for eyes, and it's, it seems to be missing one. There's something a little airy about it, uh, a little cold maybe. I don't know. There's something weird about it. Um, and again, he tries to explain something about this this toy bear. It's got like a... Did any of us hear these 
cry of a small child? Or? Yeah, you kind of think you may have heard it. But you're not even sure if it was something. That's going to pique our what, interest, surely. While we're talking, can I cast Detect Magic? Yeah, yeah, sure. How long does that take to... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Um, <laughs> can I roll insight on this furry little man to see if he is honest of heart and we'll, true of nature? We'll say that the the Baron has started that ritual from the moment, um, the moment that like you noticed the words were missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a look. Uh, and you want to roll insight, American? You want to check? What are you checking for? Just a what are you looking for? Like to look into his eyes and listen to the tone of his voice and see if his intent is to deceive. Oh, okay. Give us a give us an insight check. I will. Oh, it's going to be bad, isn't it? I've rolled a five. <clears throat> oh, goodness. There's, did, are you think? Does anyone else want to help? <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> Um, I'm doing my ritual. Yeah, so the Baron <laughs> definitely can't help. The there's, you're not sure if you see. You're looking at his eyes. You're kind of really looking in there, and maybe it's just the fact that you've never seen a Tabaxi's eye in in person before that you're not quite sure. You can't read him as well as you've been able to read others. Mm, and his ears mm. are just so cute. Mm. Um, and he says, "This small bear, twelve gold pieces, and I'm not going to haggle on this one." This is quite the bargain. <laughs> Just remember that when you sleep, though, with this teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be gone after that. Um, so I'm just going to basically, um, I'm, while he's busily talking around, he's gone quiet. I'm just rummaging around in my, in my pouch and I've, Pulled out ten gold pieces, and I was going to hand hand it over to or kind of reach out to him, and let so you can see my hand, and I'll I'll take it. So you're going to take the teddy bear? Okay, I'll take the teddy bear, but I'm only giving him ten gold pieces. Well, who am I to argue with a big man in need of some softness? And he he hands you the he hands you the teddy bear and gratefully accepts the the ten. Uh, gold pieces, places it in a little pouch by his side. Um, while I do have many a thing, I do have other people in need of these items. Are there, is there any interest in the other two that I showed, or shall we be on our way? He's got a bit of a I'm smile. He's got a, what's busy. that? Of the ring of I'm, busy? I'm interested in it, but I'm waiting if my uh, my magic thing pings off. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He um. We'll say we'll say that this this conversation this interaction has taken enough time for this this uh, detect magic to to be cast. Everything about him <clears throat> to you is glowing. There's he's glowing. His bag is glowing. The item that he just handed uh, Loris is glowing. The sheath mm-hmm. hanging from his side is also glowing. There is mm-hmm. there is a lot of magic here. Is there any? Is there anything? Um, is there any sort of? Uh, what's the word? Is there any sort of uh, detail that the detect magic can show that I can help you out with, or is it just? Is it magic? So. Just glows, yeah, right? It it's like auras around. Yeah. Different. Things. So he is. Just you learn at school of magic, I believe, don't you? 
Ooh, which yeah. school of magic the magic or originates from is part of the spell because I believe I also have this ritual. That could be possible. <laughs> that could be good. That could be. Good. I have put it in the chat. I think. Is it the? Um, oh yeah. Does it say? So it it tells you what the school of magic is, if any. Ooh. Okay. Is it the school of trickery? <laughs> what what schools are there? I need to illusion. illusion. Sorry, everyone was just talking over each other just then. Shannon, what schools are there? Uh, divination, abjuration, illusion, um, necromancy, evocation, conjuration, enchantment. There's a few. Yeah. So, all right. So you you notice that the this is the um, enchantment. Uh, is belongs to the enchantment school of magic. Enchanting. <laughs> but where something I would know, this, hopefully that something invisible wouldn't really be enchanting, would it? It'd be some other kind of yeah. Everything there's the aura around him, his back, big backpack, everything. Um, and needle says to Loris, just as uh, just. He remember, oh, I just remembered an old needle has a, a very special deal on right now. Buy, if, if any group of adventurers buys anything, they get a free bag of holding. And he reaches into his bag and just throws a bag of holding towards... Almost too good to be true. <clears throat> Don't say needle doesn't look after you. I'll give you two gold pieces for the ring. Two gold pieces. Um... He's struggling. He's struggling with that. Um, he, he, this is really tearing him up inside. He clearly wants to get rid of it. Um, mm. Two gold pieces. Two gold pieces. And he's the friendly nature of his face has kind of disappeared in frustration, um, and it softens again almost as quickly as it as it um, turned to frustration. And he says, "Make it six, and it's yours." How about four? Four in a steel. That's all I can do. The rest of the time I've already been on track. Four, yes. And he forces a big smile and reaches into his bag and says, There you go. Four gold pieces for the ring of Invisi. But don't, like I said, don't, don't say I didn't warn you about the risks of using it. No, you definitely did that. I uh, hold out a piece of paper and get him to put it in to the paper. Um, yeah, and he, he just wraps it up into that piece of paper for you and hands it back to you. Uh, you've already Perhaps, got your uh, bag of holding, so there's nothing more free that old Needle can give. Could old Needle <clears throat> write down the things you were trying to say to us? Oh, I wish I could, <laughs> but I have yet to learn the ways of the scribe. <laughs> Totally <laughs> 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 trustworthy. Bill looks curious. <laughs> yeah, Bill. I have. Uh, I want to ask him if there's anything else. If he has anything else for for trade. Knowing what's in the bag, I really only could recommend the sheath at my side. I don't. Uh, I have other purchases for the things remaining, and I would hate to see them go without. Their fates are already entwined with the items. 
Oh, uh, Reese. Can you guys hear me a little yeah, bit? Yep, certainly can. <clears throat> so Sigurd's just realised he's momentarily dozed off, looking for threats approaching down the different pathways. Mm. And he turns back to the group to see if anyone else wants that sweet, sweet sheath. It's all yours. Mr. Needle, what was your asking price for that fine sheath I don't again? quite remember anymore. I think it was about ten gold pieces. I believe Thanks. I brought it down. So, yes, six gold pieces. I'm pretty sure it was eleven gold pieces. Here yes, eleven sounds much better. Hands over eleven pieces. And he takes it. Uh, he takes the eleven gold and he unclips the sheath from his side and hands it, uh, both hands outstretched, to Sig. And he, he all he says is, uh, just be careful with that, yes? Like I said. Oh, it looks very I good. Want that. Thank you. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> Bill. I, uh, I got one more trick up my sleeve. <laughs> I know I said I wouldn't, but I'm going to try. Go, Bill. Uh, looking at the tabaxi, uh, I just point up to a point in in the air just above him. Mm, and he, he looks up. Past. Zone of truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. That's fantastic. Uh, so it, creatures make a save and they can choose to fail it if they wish. Mm. Um, so what's the same? Are we in the zone of truth? We we're all in the zone of truth. <laughs> uh, and how does what's this? What's the saving roll? What is uh, that? The saving throw is fourteen, um, oh, and what? it is a one moment. Charisma. Oh, charisma. Okay. He's got pretty good charisma, this guy. He's only rolled a six. <clears throat> Total of six. Um, so the zone of truth, he looks up. Does he see anything when he looks up? Yeah, so there's a, um, a golden cone that kind of sheathes us in its light. Mm. Um, this, is, this is kind of a big deal for... For Bill, this was part of his like mm. coming to between being Gil and being Bill, uh, and some of the choices that he made, and um, deciding that this would be uh, him kind of repenting mm. part of his repentance. Um, so basically, with Zone of Truth, uh, if they fail the save, um, they he can't speak a deliberate lie, right. Um, and and he just looks down at you and says, "That was." And he's kind of a weird. That was a very pretty thing you just did. Uh, and so I say, "Could you, uh, could you just run us through those items we bought one more time?" Yes, yeah, certainly. So the teddy bear, like I said to the big man, he, you go to. Ah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I ask him a different question? It's hopefully gone in the morning. Dear sir, are you aware that you are not making any sounds when you talk? 
and he he kind of freezes at that question um and he kind of shakes a little bit and just nods slowly but really quite forced up and down does this ring make you invisible <laughs> um he snaps he snaps too and um let me just i'm just checking the item again yes it's uh, it absolutely can it doesn't have any bad effects if you put it on and again he stiffens up oh. and his his eyes glaze over and his voice changes completely um you will get no answers from the tabaxi. He is mine. Normal. Totally normal. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, so cute, kitty. And his, his, eyes, his eyes kind of go back to normal. Um, and he says, so yes, it can totally make you invisible. Thank you. Should I'm just going to hand you to Six steps forward. Have you encountered... A creature called Nesna. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, is this a friend of yours? No. <laughs> How about someone called Glassstaff? A person named Glassstaff? Are you sure it's not that just Glassstaff your friend's holding over there? Is that, is that Glassstaff? <laughs> Have you met a person called Glassstaff? If the person holding the Glassstaff is named Glass Stuff, then I guess I've just met him. <laughs> Are you mind you haven't shared your names with me? I so I'm assume that that is indeed Glass Stuff, the strangest name that I have heard. But yes, I, I believe I have now met Glass Stuff. <laughs> have you Breath encountered someone patience with this? <laughs> significant magical powers that could have dominated your mind? And again, he, he tenses up. Uh, and again, you just hear... You will get no answers from the tabaxi. Sig looks to the party. Should we take him to Fandolin with us? It seems like he's unwell of some description. Oh, I have no need of Fandolin. I need to deliver these items of mine. Uh, like I said, the people who deserve these items have already had their fates entwined with them. So I must deliver if there is nothing else you need from me, and I do not believe I have anything more for you, then we <laughs> shall be on our way. He's out of here like Top Cat. Yeah, and you he, know, he goes to move uh, between you guys and, and head towards the east. He's totally being mind-controlled, right, Sig? Indeed. I've only read about it once, but I didn't write down how to cure it or <laughs> what to do about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need good. some kind of fancy... Um, cleric or something maybe and he's mm. he's just heading off yeah so if there's anything if there's anything you want from him before he goes let me know because otherwise he's on his he's on his way Sick. <laughs> shall we do I you want to knock him out and take him back and he is he saying this out loud <laughs> <laughs> hopefully so he can't hear it <laughs> he's got cat he's just whispering he's, it to us as he walks away he's very perceptive he hears that and he says and i'm out of here and he just runs <laughs> well i knew that would fucking happen <laughs> and he's he's gone well, at least yeah, I got amazing... he right <laughs> yeah excellent i totally should have given him that voice <laughs> excellent that's right <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, and that is that was your encounter with Needle. Um Why Needle? Why? That I poor cat man yeah. seemed to have some sort of demon. <laughs> and um you guys I don't know anything about such things, but it's it seems it seems like a rough lot to have in life. And you guys have uh, just continued um, down towards Fandolin then? Is that uh, where we're at? <laughs> I suppose, but I'm just thinking about the possessed cat man now. <laughs> All right, so Loris... It's a very concerning thing to come upon. Loris has himself a nice little teddy bear. Uh, Baron's got himself the Ring of Invisi. And Sig has a sheath. Now, you've, you've put the Ring of Invisi inside a small little... Wrapped up in a small piece of paper. Is that right, Baron? Yes. I'm trying not to make any contact with my skin. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, by the way, Perhaps American. we can study these artifacts later. By the way, American, you have, um, you're no longer reek of cheese, but the, the ring on your hand is now glowing a, uh, a, a nice golden color. Hmm. Yeah. True, the, the, the cheese ring. That was, that was quite trying, frankly, mm. to smell like so. <clears throat> Does anyone else want the stinky ring? Bags not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I care not of what I smell like. Here you oh, go, Sig. The cheese tasted pretty well. The cheese was good. The <laughs> aftermath, not so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, American. All right, so you've handed Reese the cheese ring, so that's cool. How many, how many uh, holes were left on that cheese ring, American? Some. <laughs> Three. Okay. Expect the ring to count the holes. <laughs> okay. It sounds like there are three three holes left on that cheese ring, and you you place it into Four. your finger, and it, and it changes. It, it it shifts its shape to to fit your finger as well. Not unlike that sheath that you've you've got. Now, what are you doing with that sheath? Are you just keeping it by your side? Are you? Sig has currently equipped his sword into the sheath of ire. Oh, okay. What I will get you to do. Um, is roll is roll a d3. This is for while you're pushing the sword into the sheath. I need a d3 Wait, roll from you. Can you describe the shape of a d3? <laughs> it's uh, haven't you seen them? They're these weird kind of long. Um, they're, they're out there. I've seen. I've, if you Google them, they're kind of a, a very weird shape. Uh, you're gonna go roll. There we go. Nope. Mm. No. Slash roll. Space one d3. Sig starts to force the short sword into the sheath, and he rolls a two. Um, ooh, it just it, it opens the sheath opens uh, to fit your sword, and you place your sword within it. You now have a sheathed sword. Cool. That's, <gasps> that's it. What amazing! <laughs> it seems to be doing the exact job that uh, a sheath should do, except it's small. Yes. No, it's changed the shape to make sure it's. Oh, fit. so the sheath gets extra big. Yeah, oh, I it thought grows. it shrunk the sword no, no, no. down. No, 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 it grows. Okay. It grows to fit the short, uh, the sword. That'd be cool if the sword shrunk, like um, Sport <laughs> Billy. I don't know if you remember Sport Billy's little bag, and there was had like a tiny tennis racket, and pull it out, and it becomes a normal sized tennis racket. Yeah, mm. that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and you've, you, just so you guys are aware, you've also got a bag of holding now. So just to make it easier carrying all of the stuff that you guys have got. Um, Should we put Gundren in that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the bag would open wide enough 
for for Gundren. Uh, yeah, it's still just a normal sized bag. Was the sheath open wide enough? The sheath only opens for swords. <laughs> I mean, you could tie a sword. You could tie a sword to his leg and try. <laughs> oh, no. clever! That's not. It was um, just. I am a newbie. Remember, so everyone's like, "Oh yeah, bag of holding." I'm like, "I think I've heard of that." So can you? Like, is that something my character would know what it is? Yeah, like, like a single-use It's a bag. bag that holds things, I think, is what I've figured out so far. It's got New World written on the side. No, it's, <laughs> it's basically you can just keep filling that thing up. It's like it holds, it's like an, a portal into another um, storage dimension. Mm. Sweet. Removes, essentially removes encumbrance. Yeah, yeah. Can you take anything out at any time? Is it, anything you that you like, put in. And no, you can yeah. just, anything right. that you want. It. You just reach in and you can grab it and pull it out. <gasps> I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think about the thing. Oh my god. Reach it in and grab it out. Yeah. What's what's your rules, DM, on like uh living things in that bag? Like are they suspended animation? Do they get cut off from oxygen? Like in in my head they'll get cut off from, from oxygen. You're putting it into this <laughs> random portal of just storage really. It's a it's not for um, creating a, a bag of zoo or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Cool. Really. All right. Well, so, so currently the bag of holding has the teddy bear inside it. That's and the bag is inside my backpack and that is. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. Um, what was the teddy bear called again? Did it have a specific name or was it no, just? It was just a just a small teddy bear. Just a random teddy bear. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You uh, you can name it, Loris. <laughs> I will when I look at it later. <laughs> okay, cool. So if you if... call it Duran, <laughs> it it might not survive the night if I call it Duran. Please, please, for the love of God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so are we just heading now directly to Fandolin? We can fast travel, you guys. Yep. to Fandolin. I agree. On the Do way, it. I want to just say that that guy was obviously being possessed, and I think Sig, you. You have the right guess, the same guess as me. It might not be right, but the the guy that we're after, what's his name? Zoltar. Lesnar. Black Spider. He's obviously possessed, but if we kill the Black Spider, maybe that will remove the curse from the cat. <clears throat> uh, I don't know how to do it. What makes you think it was the Black Spider, though? I think they know about us. Like, Who else hmm. is like you know, um, plotting against us. We've killed their goblins. I don't know if they know about us killing Castle Cragmore, all the people in Castle Cragmore, uh, all the red brands. they got to be trying to get some kind of revenge. I'm uh, glad we picked up all their items then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they could be cursed. <clears throat> we'll see. Cool. So you guys... Um head towards uh, Phandalin again. There's something a little different about Phandalin, as, as it seems to be every time you venture towards Phandalin. Um, for the first time in what has been a very long time, you see two guards stationed at the, the northern entrance. Um, and they're quite happy to see you. Uh, Duran waves out to them. He seems to recognize them um, and turns to you all and says, uh, this, like I said, is where I must leave. Uh, please, when you are done with the horses, return them to my orchard. Uh, if I am there to receive them, then so be it. But I feel this may be, it may be some time 
before we see each other again. There are, like I said, some wrongs I do need to right. Sig steps forward and says, thank you, Duran. And then shakes his hand, but like holds his forearm like a sweet, like Viking handshake like that. <laughs> yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes around. He goes around shaking all of your hands. Uh, it has been a pleasure for the most part, uh, this journey that we have had together. Uh, and I wish you all well uh, with whatever comes next with uh, in your adventures. And he just heads. Mm. If there's anything, did you want to talk to him before he leaves? Yeah, I'll never forget how good you are at shooting that shrub. <laughs> One shot. <laughs> can we leave um, Gundren with you? Um, uh, or you can pass him to Sildar or whatever. I just know that maybe if you could um, contact his family, give him a nice burial. We don't want to bury him in the side of the road. Yeah, uh, I can maybe talk to Sister Garel about how she would like to deal uh, with Gundren's passing. Okay. He's um, basically 10 minutes after he died. He's in the same state. Right. And I would have, <clears throat> I would have just spent 10 minutes just before, so it'll last another 10 days. <laughs> right. Okay, and he's fine. So uh, let's just assume that Gundren is, is on the back of uh, Duran's horse as Duran rides off uh, towards um, the orchard taking Gundren with him. As he disappears, the guards welcome you into to Phandalin. Um, and past them, uh, you see um, a familiar face of Sildar walking up the road towards you. Um, the old man survived. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's, he's looking a lot Amazing. better than the last time you saw him. And he's, he's holding a... He's smoking a cigarette, one of the ones that uh, the Baron dropped <laughs> off. <laughs> Right. Oh God! He's healed. No, no, you gave him an addiction. Yeah. And he he doesn't he doesn't wave out. He's looking a little solemn, and he's walking up towards you. Um, and he says, uh, "Please tell me it's not true, Gundren. Is it true?" Zig so no. walks forward and hands him his shield. Oh, sorry, his sword and his armor. My we could carry on. We rescued this much, alas, no much more. So it wasn't a dream. Oh boy, this really is a. This is really is something. Uh, uh, and he's looking pretty, pretty dejected about hearing that this this was indeed true. <clears throat> what was true, Sildar? I'm glad one of you finally asked. Um... <laughs> Indeed. Uh, uh, last night, I the Gundren visited via apparition. He told me of his passing. Uh, he told me how he was finally with his brothers, or at least he thought he would have been with his brothers once again. It turns out only one other brother was uh has passed on he's oh he's urging he's urging me to find to find his other brother nundro nundro um and what? One, other, one other brother has passed on <clears throat> wait how many brothers does he have and how many are still alive so silda sort of reminds you that um gundren uh what was the other one's name Thardin and nundro the the rock seeker brothers were the ones that found 
um, the way Vico Cave. Um, and it was believed that Nesna had killed both um, Thardin and Nundro. Mm. Um, but one of them's still alive. He said, uh, he said it was in- incredibly important for the Forge of Spells to be protected. And he explains the Forge of Spells a little more. He says how Gundren told him that the Forge of Spells was used to create or enchant powerful weapons and armor. Um, and that the reason Nesna was at the Waveco cave and had t- killed what he thought had killed his, both his brothers was to get to this forge and create uh, just a plentiful array of weapons and armors enchanted to be able to take on um, Faerun, basically. Sildar, we have tracked down the location of this Nesna in the Wave Echo Cave. Will you venture with us to slay him? If you need my sword, you've got it. Uh, I owe Gundren. I, I owe, I owe everything to, uh, to Gundren. Well, we did have your sword, but I gave it back to you, so technically you've got it now. So that's what I said. I've got my sword now. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> put it in that um, in that new scabbard you got. You want me to put my sword in another man's sheath? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> that is a little strange. Yeah, it's uh, twenty to nine. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but just which which dwarf was alive? You got Thardin and Nundro. He uh, he told so me Nundro's still alive. that he had uh, basically managed to uh, reconvene with his brother Thardin in the afterlife. Uh, oh. He was surprised that Nundro was not there either. It okay. can only mean Nundro is alive somewhere. Or he's in hell. Well, I mean, if you, <laughs> if you want to you can't say it to his face. <laughs> and he just starts sobbing. No. Uh, <laughs> All right. <clears throat> throwing it out there. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Uh, Very good, Sildar. Are you ready to depart? If we need to leave now, then leave we shall. I, I've got everything I need here. And he um, takes that armor from you. And 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 start and starts putting it on. Um, is there is there anything we need before we head off? What time is it? It's it's again. You've spent probably a day of travel, so you'd probably getting around the seven o'clock at night mark at the moment. But you guys still you've got all your health. You've got all your um, uh, magic slots. It's up to you. Spell slots. It's up to you what you guys want to do from here. Um, do you have this slot for uh, oh, Zion right. Truth? Of course, yeah, yeah. Do you? Did he say anything about where Nandro might be, or at least where we know he was last time we heard about him? I mean, there's only one. Uh, there's only one place he could be. Him and Thardin were at uh, Waveco Cave when Neznar attacked. I can only imagine uh, Nandro is still. Uh, with Neznar, maybe he's trying to evade him. Maybe he managed to escape. I'm not sure, but it doesn't seem like the kind of thing the Black Spider would allow. Hmm. Thank you, Sildar, for sharing your dream. Well, I don't know. Do if you know it was is a it... dream anymore? What was it? 
uh, you've shown that Gundren's dead, so... Could have just been a coincidence. It could have, I guess. <laughs> Zildar, do you know, does anyone in Fendelin sell health potions? Uh, not sure. Uh, I'm not quite sure. There's uh, The only health potions I've come across were the ones you left with Sister Garayel, and even she was reluctant to use them. I can make them. Do not forget that. <clears throat> well, there we go. Very good. <laughs> Perhaps we should prepare what we can and then think about when we should depart for Wave Echo Cave. I'm keen to get there as soon as possible. Hopefully Nandro is still alive. What say you guys? And Sig looks to the group. I uh, I have some business in town here. Um, I would like to spend the evening, uh, collect ourselves, and then head out come first light. <clears throat> A wise plan, Mr. Gill and Mr. Bill. You, you know, you... <laughs> I get it. It's confusing. <laughs> you should try to keep the accents straight. <laughs> it's a, a daily struggle. Well, what exactly <laughs> are you needing, uh, Sir, Sir Bill? I uh, thought I might visit the good sister. Yeah, I, that's all. Oh, fair. Whereabouts is? Um, did you leave Gundren's body where it lay? Uh, no, we, we brought it back. Um, Duran has uh, stewardship currently. Okay, well, if we need to see Sister Gariel, then let's do this. Um, so, again, it's, it's, a, it's probably about seven o'clock at night. Um, Sildar explains that Sister Gariel has, is usually tending to the Shrine of Luck around this time. So if you guys wanted to head down to the Shrine of Luck, you're welcome to do so. I'd like to ask, Bill, uh, is this between you and her, or would you like us to accompany you? Uh, I mean, you're, you're free to come along if you'd like. It's it's going to be boring. I don't think it would... <laughs> <laughs> and that makes for great It's going listening. to be boring. All right. <laughs> Mr. Lawrence, please take a drink while these two are off doing their thing. Mm. We should go to the pub. I'll, I'll go to the pub. Go to the end. I'd Isn't like there to, a um, good so. pub around here? Let's go to the Stone Hill. I'd like Stone to hail there. Oh. <laughs> that was okay. the one without totally. all the blood in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. The Stone Hill's the one without the blood. That's right. Um, I have to spend some time looking at the te- you know, investigating the teddy bear while Bill's doing his thing. Yes, I mean, you've got either the Stone Hill in or the Sleeping Giant. Um, the last time you guys were in the Sleeping Giant, it did end up with a lot of dead... Dead band. Oh, actually, I think the last time you were in there, Bill and Gil had a bit of a face-off. It was a little bit tidied up after that, but it was very empty compared to to what the Stonehill um, in might have. Stonehill. All right, so you guys... Let's go to the Stonehill. Um, Let's uh, go see Harbin. We'll, we'll start with um, with you guys going into the inn at first. Uh, and American is 100% right. As you may remember, the, the Harbin, the once townsmaster... Um, swapped basically swapped roles with the in master at, Sto- at the Stonehill, and you guys enter to to a joyous Harbin, um, recognizing you instantly. The guys, oh my god, you guys, free drinks for the heroes. Uh. <laughs> Sounds like he's been having a few free, free drinks as well. <laughs> I made my mouth way too small on that overlay. It's amazing. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's absolutely lovely to see you. This jolly happened. Uh, in life seems to be treating you quite well. Uh, yes, I, this is much easier than taking on the responsibilities of the entire town. Uh, and that just, <laughs> and that's, that's, that fades to black as we, <laughs> as we swap over to, um, to Gil, uh, Bill, sorry, uh, walking over to the, um, uh, the Shrine of Luck. Standing in front of the Shrine We're never going to get there, right? <laughs> Um, I didn't know how long we wanted to spend with Harvin. I figured we just wanted a quick cameo and that was enough. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No more of the drunk fat man. Um, Um, So I think seeing uh, Sister Gariel like kind of in prayer uh, crouched by the Shrine of Luck, um, Bill takes up a similar pose. um, And I think like her kind of, acknowledging or like a little subtle like i know you're there kind of thing uh bill kind of just nods his head and says uh sister uh, and takes up a similar pose mm-hmm. and she, she, uh, she and just then, nods and then uh bill's just going to recount what's happened um outlining uh, what happened with gundren um the uh, movements of the spider is kind of told by or is kind of known to Bill um, like what what appears to be going on um, and uh, on our way back we uh, met this troubling tabaxi fella um, didn't uh, didn't appear to be completely a- under his own steam, so to speak. And she's just listens, nods, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, possessed, you might call it, or uh, at the very least, betrothed. Mm. And uh, what exactly was he doing uh, that concerned you so? Uh, peddling wares. Hmm. Of which we, of course, bought. <laughs> and they were unfair prices? No, oh, the prices were more than fair. They were bargains. Uh, well, I hardly think you need to be possessed to uh, give a bargain to some, some weary travellers. Mm. Well, the strange thing of it was every time he explained what they did, um, neither voice nor magic could reach um, the description. Um, she goes She goes a little more tense and she does a quick hand signal in front of her and she says, cursed. He was cursed. Uh, I have seen... I, yeah. I have seen this before. The inability to explain oneself means uh, he's been cursed to never speak of what he is is doing. I see. Um, well, we'll um, carry on as best we can. Um, we left uh, Gundren with Duran. <gasps> Gundren, he's alive? He's not. Oh. He's, uh, the Baron placed him in a state of suspended animation 
but any anything you or the guild could do would uh, would be incredibly helpful. Well, you know, you know how I feel and how the Harpers feel about the use of magic. We believe once the body has passed, it becomes one with the land once more. This is something you must come to understand now that you are one of us, Bill. Uh, that's what I was afraid you'd say. There are surely people uh, in places much larger than Fandolin who could maybe help you, but um, I'm afraid if you need our help, all we can do is is bring him back to the land. Mm. Maybe that's the... Uh... Maybe that's the right thing to do. Uh, anyway, um, do you have any instructions for me? Um, only one, and that is before you leave, to merely rub your forehead against this stone here at the Shrine of Luck, and you will be blessed by the Shrine. <laughs> Are you, uh, you playing a jape on me like I did on... Uh, Old Solaros back there. Uh, she's she's not smiling or laughing back. She just leans. She's already in that kneeling position. She just leans down and places her forehead on the stone, and just rubs it back and forth a couple of times before getting back into her um, kneeling position. I guess if uh, you can look silly, I can look silly. <laughs> and I'll, I'll emulate her. Hey, okay, cool. Um, as you do so. Um, for the any time that you're within Fandolin for the next twenty four hours, any uh, any roles that you do will be at advantage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll like once we've done it, done all that, I'll head to the the Stone Hill. Okay, great. Uh, we cross back to the Stone Hill um, Inn. What are you guys? What are you guys up to in here? Well. Free ale. Yeah, you guys have already been served with um, whatever whatever it is you want to drink. Uh, the Baron's got his honey mead. That's, uh, no, he doesn't want any more of that. The, the honey mead that... That's sticky shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really took its toll. Just whatever. Yeah. I'll just grab... Uh, it did me a bad headache, headache last time, so I'm just going to grab a bunch of... As much wine as I can get. Yeah, okay. All right, so you guys are all seated, drinking up uh, and eating up as well. Uh, is there anything? How, how would you like to spend the last hours of the of this day? Um, so while I'm sort of just drinking my ale, I've kind of reached and I've got this got this teddy bear, and I'm just kind of got it sitting on my hand. I'm assuming it's sort of yay big, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just kind of got it set on my hand. I'm kind of looking at it, you know, tossing it up and down, you know, feeling its weight, looking around, just trying to figure out if it just looks like a stock standard teddy bear, not that I have an idea that I'd know what that is. Yeah, like, yeah. like I said, it's missing one of its eyes. It looks a little torn in some places. It's, it definitely looks old. It's got a few, I don't know, stains. It's a discoloration. It's got a bit of discoloration but, to it. Um, so it looks like it's been well used. Yeah, it isn't. I don't know. I wouldn't Sorry, say well used. Covered, but it's covered, been, well loved. It's been yeah, loved, well loved. Well yeah. loved. Thank you. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Is it is it soft and comforting kind of? You know, is it squishy? You know, what's it feel like? Yeah, it's just, it just feels like almost almost velvety to the touch. Uh, 
It's it's got probably almost not enough padding in it now. It looks like maybe it's been squeezed a little too much. And as you turn it over, you just think for a moment that you like did was that carp laughing in the background? It's like a kid's laughter somewhere. I don't know. There's something, but and the more you look at it, the more something just feels off with this this teddy bear. Are the rest of us hearing this? I think at this point, Loris is the only one that heard that laughter. Right. And even him, even he's not 100% sure he heard it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, keep drinking, tossing it up. It's all night. Yeah, it's going to be the rest Roll of the party. thing. <laughs> Roll the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I may even try and offer it a beer every now and you know, a sip of ale occasionally. Just oh, it's so cute. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> I'm just going to elbow Baron and just be like, Ryan, look, he loves it. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm, I'm just trying to get, uh, I'm also like trying to like get jolly jolly with Baron and like playing with my spiders and trying to get him to kiss them and stuff. Like, look how cute. And just trying to like touch them. Yeah. They love you. Like- Give them a kiss. Yes, are they cute? I think I prefer it when you smell like cheese. <laughs> gonna, I don't want to kiss the spiders. <laughs> she's just like, the ale's gone to her head and she's just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> the <date>. spiders. <laughs> Maybe if I, yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn in though because we have to, I'm actually for once thinking about catching this motherfucker that's mm. Um, cursing tabaxis or, you know, possessing them and has killed Gundren, all that sort of shit. So mm. Wait, I'm you're, just going to go actually, get not... deadly drunk in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not deadly drunk, just, just sort of pass out sleepy drunk. I only do one mode. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so is that the oh. is that the consensus everyone's just going to turn in for the night? Um, yeah. Bill secedes to the crowd's demands of... Uh, an encore rendition of uh, the song he's now called Tribal Trail. Well, bef- I'm not- before, you, before you get into that, the one thing you need to be aware is that everyone is chanting Gil's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not yeah, aware. Uh, they aren't aware at all. I, I take I take the stage and just like... Uh, Common typo. Uh, it's it's Bill. Bip, 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 bip. <laughs> and you hear murmurings like, "Is he? Does he? Is he speaking differently now? What's a, what is this? <laughs> a new persona or something?" And there's a little bit of confusion before they just like, "Bill, Bill, Bill, Bill." Like <laughs> they're just into it. Yeah, and then I just launch into the song. <laughs> Are you gonna give it to us again? Or? Uh, no, I'm not. Gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made a. I made a. Um, uh, a patch to never repeat a song. Oh, yeah, no, that's but fair enough. It kind of makes sense that I would play the same yeah. song for them. You're a little more like practiced it. and they're a little more excited to hear you. So I'll get a performance role with advantage from you, please. Oh, yeah. Plus, also, it's very um, hard to redo it after um, <laughs> What's His Face did it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robot, what's his name? Uh, blame, blame the robot. Blame the robot. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing. That was amazing. Way too good. Yeah, 
Uh, well, you've rolled pretty high. You can roll a 13 plus a nice five, so a total of 18. The crowd is loving you. And I think while Bill is playing uh, and the, the, the people that are within the tavern are, are getting into it, the rest of you slowly making your way up to the, the bedrooms that are being prepared for you um, and, and call it a night. Uh, anything? You, are you guys doing anything in your bedrooms or are we just going to fast forward to the morning? Cool. In the can middle. I... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> can I try to teach my spiders how to use their poison on my blades? Yes, I would say that you need to use like um, you can. You can either do it by taking a lot of hours, right, over numerous days, or um, you've got to speak with animals. You can basically just say this is how you do it to you, but it requires. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have that spell prepared. Although I could prepare it during the long rest and use it in the morning. You could totally do that if you want. But then you start so the day without a, without, a, with, without a spell slot spent. But I love my baby, okay. so it is worth it. All right, okay. <laughs> well, okay, what we'll do is we'll um, speed through to the morning. Um, Loris, you're woken up in the middle of the night by this um, child's voice. You can't really make out... <gasps> Don't um, give me nightmares. <laughs> if, if you give a crazy anger, like just give me some other reason to be angry because I'm tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'm going to need to get from you again is a, a, a similar role as um, Sega. D uh, just a roll of a D3. A D3? Yeah, it's just, yeah, roll. How do you do that again? Just forward slash uh, roll. Forward slash roll. Space 1D3. 1D3. All right. I rolled a... A three. Um, I guess you, you're kind of the rest of the crew are quite lucky because they're in a different room, so they don't hear this. Um, but you just hear in this child's voice your name, just sort of like um, playfully, almost singing your name, Loris, Loris, and it's just getting louder and louder. And you wake up and you're rubbing your eyes um, and sitting sitting on your chest. There's a small pouch with a hundred gold pieces in it. You open it up. <laughs> there's like a hundred gold pieces just sitting there. But the and you look around for the, where that voice is coming from and you, you go to your bag and look for this teddy bear and the bear is nowhere to be seen. The teddy bear is gone. You look throughout the entire room and you cannot find it. And you spend the rest of the night looking for it or on edge. <laughs> um, and so you only get a short rest. This is, you feel <laughs> not a little, that it matters. Yeah, that, and which is which is fine. It's come at a good time, I guess. But you, you do yeah. not feel as rested as the others, although you're yeah. already at max HP, so it was all good. I'm just adjusting them to be slightly grumpy because I'm tired. Yeah, but you, you're still grumpy, a little yeah. bit on edge. You're a little bit on edge yeah. of where this thing could be. Um, but you, I just, I just had pictures of Chucky in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't get stabbed or anything, thankfully. Uh, thankfully, but it's just that, that kind of freaky voice and, oh, there's gold on my chest. What the hell? Can, you spend the morning um, casting a spell and talking to your spiders. So what are, you, what are you talking to them about? What's going on there? Oh, by the way, let's just say you've woken up... Um, Something's different with your with your spiders this morning. Um, in fact, you can only you can while there are two uh, molted skins um, of your spiders, there seems to only be one spider in the room now. Um, uh oh! And this spider is 
much bigger than uh than it was the night before this thing it used to be kind of like we said like you know decent tarantula size this thing is almost the size of a small chihuahua now <laughs> uh, this thing has leveled the hell up um in gaming terms um <laughs> So I believe your spider had uh, hit point had three hit points before. Um, it now sits at ten. It is really oh my. picked up. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, there is only one left in this room. Good thing I'm able to talk to it. Find mm. <laughs> out. Just like Ransin, where is your brother, Boles? Um, and. Runs in, just goes, tasty, tasty, tasty. No! Tasty. <laughs> My child, you do not eat brothers. Well, this one absolutely ate brothers. Um, I'm shocked. But you've got one beast of a spider now. This is not just something. don't know how to feel about this. This is not going to be something that you can just hide in your hair. Right yeah. from town, American. <laughs> Riding on a chihuahua. <laughs> I, now, now, as a DM, I know I didn't discuss this with you earlier. I know that you may have been attached to having um, two spiders. You have turned my children into cannibals. <laughs> yeah. You two shoulders? No. Well, you wouldn't be able to fit two of these things on your shoulders, that's for sure. It needs a leash. Yeah. You need to borrow Sildar's shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very taken aback. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah. now that you've got uh, Speak With Animals going, what are you wanting to talk to your spider about? I'm going to say, naughty! You do not eat your brothers! <laughs> so you've been dumb. Um, and it's just like... <laughs> tasty! 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 Well, what can you do, kids? <laughs> He's still adorable. What's that? Lucy doesn't have any other brothers to eat. Well, they seem to have a brother problem in this storyline, don't we? <laughs> um, dead or not dead. Well, I'm going to to ask if um, he will be able to Lend me his venom. Yeah. Um, and as soon as you say this, you can see uh, its fangs um, start dripping with venom. It was, instantly understands what you're, what you're saying. Very good. You won't eat mummy now, will you? <laughs> mummy, 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 mummy. So precious. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the... Um, I'm going to put some the venom on my scimitars and give him an, a little pet. Okay, what we'll say... And just whisper, I forgive you. I liked you better anyway. And it's, it's almost... <laughs> it, um, you think... It's at a size now that you think maybe you heard it purring a little bit as well. Like, it's, it's rubbing its little <laughs> mouthy parts together and making a bit of a purr sound. Um, the, the, the poison that you've put on your scimitars will give you poison damage on your first attack with them. Okay. Once you've nice. once you've attacked once, any subsequent hits will not be poisonous until you get it to uh, re-poison them for you. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. 
I'm just going to um, march out of my room hol- holding dear Unsin in my arms like a little cat and just petting it yeah, you, to show proudly to everyone. <laughs> yeah, you walk down the stairs into the inn and like people are really uncertain about what you're holding, but they see the joy, <laughs> the joy in your face and they are really kind of torn. They're like just, they're keeping their distance. They're keeping their distance. And Harbin, you can hear Harbin from the other side of the counter go, <laughs> Good to see you. Oh my God. And he just, he just, <laughs> uh, and he freaks out and, you can, and he just pops underneath the, the back of the counter and he's like, what is this? America, what is this? <laughs> Relax, Harbin. It's just a cute little spider. Um, Give him a pet. And you can just hear coming from behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think he's going to be hiding for a little bit. Um, so uh, what we what we will say is that as you all step out of um, the Stonehill Inn, Sildar meets you outside, uh, and thus begins the start of Act Four. Wave Echo Cave. Wave Four. four. <laughs> Baron's just eating what popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So the map that you're holding, right. the map that you're holding onto shows that the path um, is south south out of Phandalin. You haven't really ventured too far south, and it doesn't even look like there's much of a path leading south. It's kind of overgrown, um, but uh, you follow your bearings, and um, Mirican, you can make out through the grass random stones every now and then, almost like there once was a path here. Um, what we can say, uh, depending on how fast, if there's anything you guys want to do on your travel, it's early morning here. Um, you're all ready for, for the Wave Echo Cave. Um, all right, so let's let's bring up that map again, uh, just so I can see how far along you guys go because we have drawn on there. Um, so the the path that you take sort of winds through a few hills, um, and the hills turn into to mountains. Um, and while there is still some grass and, and greenery, you can see um, off in the distance a, a mountain, a larger mountain that seems to be barren of, of most. It's, it's mainly rock. It's barren of most greenery. Um, but what you hear off in the distance um, brings... Oh, come on. Don't do this. <laughs> all right. Brings all of you to a, to a, sta- a standstill. What you hear off in the distance. The clattering of bones. <laughs> All right. So we'll... <laughs> I've been waiting. I've literally been waiting to do that since like episode six, where I was like, damn, those skeletons ruled. I need to have something cool for them. And then I was like, ah. Oh. Um, so let's move you guys onto, onto a map. Um, what what format are you guys all traveling in? Like, what? Who's out in the front with the map leading the way? Sick. <laughs> no, everyone's pointing at each other. Okay, just so you know, <laughs> how you are on your screens may not be how you are for everyone else. <laughs> so, oh, wait, hang on, hold on. Where is where is Baron? Oh, Baron's way down there. Baron's at the bottom left. Way down there, yeah. Bottom left. Way down there. <laughs> All right. So what? Sig will be at the front. Okay. So let's 
I'm just gonna. All right, I'm gonna put you. Bill is firmly in the middle of the party. All right, I think Sildar is gonna be next to Sig. He's at the front. Um, like a good old boy. Like a good old. Boy. <laughs> um, Baron, we're about to you. Uh, in the middle. In the middle with uh, with Gil and Murican. With your spider. Well, I don't suppose that leaves the back. Oh, it doesn't have to. You could be. Can't all be in the middle, can we? <laughs> we could huddle, you know. <laughs> like we do have a bag of holding. We could all be in the middle. <laughs> I was going to say middle, and I'm like, back. All right. I'm in the middle of the back, actually. How about that? Yeah. Um, it's Loris. Oh, that's normal. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. You see in front of you, Sig, you're the first to spot it. You've all heard it, but you're the first to spot it. Is a small, what looks like a small army of skeleton warriors <laughs> marching um, down, this, down this path. It doesn't look like they've noticed you yet. It looks like you've the sound of their bones um, clanking against each other and their, and their armor. Um is is what alerts you to them but they have not been yet alerted to you as sig sees the skeleton's approach he grabs his shield and then he goes to pull his sword out of his sheath of ire and wonders if he needs to roll anything you do need to roll the d3 <laughs> Sig rolls a one. All right. Can I get a D6 from you as well? Sig rolls a two. All right. As you pull the sword from the sheath, you feel it clamp onto the sword. And as you pull it out, these sparks just like spray out as you, as you withdraw the thing, withdraw the sword. The sparks... Um, Sort of flick onto your skin and just do a little two bits of burning damage on on the on your back, but the sword you look at is sharper than it has ever looked before. Um, you may find that an attack with that sword will be a little better than uh, maybe at first. Um, what are the rest of you guys doing? So, Sig, have you st- have you halted everyone? Indeed. Um. How far away are they? Are they like in yelling distance or? Um, have you guys got the map there? So they're about yeah. 35 oh, wow. feet uh, in front of you. Okay. So Sig raises a fist and then turns to his party. We have a battle ahead of us. <clears throat> are they coming our way? Indeed. Mm. Um, and here we have a Six description of what's going on. I'm just going to walk straight through the middle of it and plant myself being smack in the front and be ready to take on. Should, should we um, ambush them then if they're going to? Have we got any ranged attacks? They'll be on us in moments. Yes, yeah, okay. you've noticed that they are moving forward just a little. Just a little. Ready yourself, everyone. I'm I see gonna... some trees by the side of the road. Could I? Make my way up into a tree. But yeah, if that's what you want to do. Uh, Bill, you got your hand up. I was just going to ask if um, 
Are they moving towards us or south or? No, they seem to be moving towards you. Okay. I want to get behind this rock. Of course you are. Are you trying? Are you trying to hide? No, just get a bit of cover. So you. No one else is hiding. Okay. All right. Um, American, what are you, what are you up to? Are you trying to hide? What are, are you guys? Have I have I been able to scuttle up the onto a sturdy branch of this tree? Give us a give us an athletics check. Okay. What's everyone else doing while I roll yeah. that? Watching. So, Loris, you're just standing, <laughs> just watching. Loris, rude. you're just standing <laughs> in the middle of the road. I was ready to go, waiting for Sig to yell for charge. I've rolled a 16. Yeah, yeah, so you get up. Um, you can pick a tree and climb it as high as you'd like to climb it. <clears throat> nice. Okay. Bill, what are you up to? Uh, I'm just going to follow the lead of Sig and Loris. All right, so we've got um, – Silda looks to you, um, to you all, uh, and and takes a step um, to be side by side with Loris. Um, and he says – Wow, we're really just getting into this, huh? Let's 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 get these scully boys, I guess. Um, cool. So what I might do? A lot of, oh, sorry, Baron. Oh, I'm just saying there's a lot of skeletons, and you guys are really brave. Yeah, you guys are a lot. Yeah, you guys are taking this really. I don't know, ready to go. Um, yeah. All right. Well, well I don't think them. they're friendly skeletons. We won't know. Exactly. <laughs> what um, if it's just a troop of friends? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Might be that. Baron, would you like to go and have a chat to them? They, they seem to be like, of your kind. I tried oh, that last God. time. <laughs> All right, and they're, just, they're just slowly making their way closer. I, w- I want to shoot one of them. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I want to shoot this one, if possible. Oh, this one here with um, Ice Knife. Uh, cool. So what I'll get from everybody is roll of Here initiative. Select your tokens. Yeah. Select your tokens. <laughs> um, is that Silda? <laughs> <laughs> Select your tokens. Um, <laughs> oh, I rolled an eight. Sig rolled a seven. <laughs> I rolled an eighteen. All right, Bill, you're leading us in. Uh, I got an eleven. I'm just getting rid of some. I rolled of those a nearly crashed browser, three. but it's hanging in there. Um, I'm just going to remove Duran off there. Um, and we'll get Oops. Silda added in there too. I rolled a 12.16. A 12.16. It says 9.16 here. Are you rolled well, I, I, Because the browser was acting up, I. Ended up clicking it twice because it didn't do right, anything. And then it did too. I'll give you your 12. Um. And rightly so. <laughs> All right. Okay, so, Bill, we're at the, we're at the top of the order with, with you. Um, oh, are they surprised or are they... they? Nothing's happened yet. They... they I'd say they've probably seen you now. The ones at the front have probably seen you guys, especially since there's four guys now blocking the road in front of them. So I'm not, you, you wouldn't be able to get the jump on these guys. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I think given their skelly boys <laughs> um, and like it feels like combat's pretty inevitable. Uh, I'm just going to call out to this one, uh, the, the top left. And I'm just going to say, uh, drawing my rapier, let's say, uh, let's bring some life into this party and just like call them out. Cool. That's a wisdom check. Yes, please. He's rolled a 20. Uh, A net 20. Are you sure it's not a 14? And he just shakes his bones. (laughs) He just shakes his bones at you in response. Um, Anything else? Do you want to move it all? What do you... you No, that does nothing. It does bumfuck all. Um, No. I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to think... Oh, no, that's cool. Okay, cool. Um, Mirican, you're up in the tree. You just heard the um, Bill call out. I'm ready. Yeah. I have my short bow at the ready. And I draw it back and I strike at the close. No, actually, why not go for the guy in the back? You're gonna I'm going to go a... for the guy in the back. <laughs> right, cool. I'm going to try to. And uh, I'm going to – what have I rolled? I've rolled a 24. Yeah. Oh, do I have a height advantage though, actually? I mean, yeah, yeah. You could roll with advantage. I'll give you that since you've got height advantage. Although I'm hoping a 24 hits. <laughs> Otherwise, we're, we're doomed. Let's go with a 24. Right. 13's not so great. Cool. So seven piercing damage. Yeah, great. So that hits the um, skeleton in the back. Normally, if you were on ground level, he probably would have been in a bit of cover. But because you're up in the tree, you can see over and you've just um, knocked the helmet off, off the top of the skeleton at the back. Um, cool. Doing how much damage? Nine damage. Was it nine damage? Doing, uh, no, seven damage. Seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage. Okay. So you've knocked it off and taken a small chunk of his um, skull, just knocked it off the top of his head as well. Um, anything else? Uh, does your, is there anything you'd like your spider to do? We'll, we'll utilize your spider in, as from now on as well. Anytime it's your turn, you have Mirican's turn, and you also have the spider's turn. Mm, my question is, do I know my spider's AC? Uh, yep, it's the same as it ever was. Uh, it currently has armor class of 12. Mm. Uh, but 10 HP. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold, hold it close and stop it from running off for now. Okay, cool. cool. I'm just gonna whisper, not yet, my love, not yet. Okay, great. Uh, Baron. Mm. I'm gonna cut my hands around my mouth and yell out, people like you give undead a bad name. (laughs) 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 I'm going to shoot ice knife at this one. Oh, yeah. Mm. And so it should affect all the ones around it. So which one? The one second from the front, is it? Yeah, cool. Right right here. All right, roll to head. Right, here we go. A nine. Uh, and a nine is a miss, but that ice knife explodes, correct? Yes, and everyone has to do a 14 dex saving throw or take six cold damage. All right, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six of them, I guess, that needs to take that, the one that it hits and the five around them. Uh, okay, top left did not save. 
The one beneath him. Uh, what did he have to roll? 14 decks. All right. The, uh, the other one at the front did save. Uh, the one that you aimed for did not save. The one next to him did not save. The one behind him did not save. Um, and the one next to that one crit failed. So only one of them saved. Um, and how, right. so how much damage does to each uh, of them take? Six each. Six. All right, cool. Um, so that just shoots out. It doesn't. It kind of just bounces off the armor of the of the skeleton you aimed at, it and it shoots up and just it shatters, um, showering the majority of those ones in in cold little daggers or splinters. Um, the one that crit failed, uh, I'm going to say, takes one and a half damage. So another three damage off that one. Cool. Cool. Um, it is the skeleton's turns. Um, and they kind of break off the first... Uh, the ones at the front um, just charge charge in um, two by two. Uh, I'm just going to line these all up. And the ones at the back um, all uh, pull out their short bows and just l launch them over the top um, of the... the um, skeletons in front of them down into the four standing on the road um, so we're going to get uh, two attacks of the short bow um, for for each person standing there so it's like two skeletons have attacked each person in the front row there um, so we'll start with two attacks on Sildar uh, what's Sildar's okay so the first one misses uh, the second one hits doing six damage to Sildar um, now we've got two attacks on Loris with these arrows. First one is a roll of 16. Hits. Oh, that's seven piercing damage. Oh, Whoa. Uh, and the other Damn. one crit fails um, and shoots an arrow directly into one of the skeletons at the back, um, doing seven damage. Um, then we've got two attacks on... Oh, Bill? Uh, when the... When they get to me, I've got a reaction. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, we've got two attacks coming down onto Sig. A roll of an 18 is a miss, and a roll of a 14 is a miss. He just has his shield up already ready, and these two arrows just go dook, dook, into the into his shield. And then we've got two attacks on um, Bill. So the first is a 17. Um, I'm just going to call out to that one as he's, like, mid-draw. Mm -hmm say what you didn't find that humorous <laughs> <laughs> um and he has to roll for that uh no so his oh. his uh is reduced by 1d6 what the um the uh the attack roll his attack roll right. what did he hit he had 17. 17 so it's dropped down to 15 uh yeah it's still a hit <laughs> oh bummer okay um, and the second, oh, so that was for four piercing damage. And then the, okay. and the last one comes down with a roll of 11, which is a miss. So the other one just kind of like shoots down next to you. Um, the two skeletons at the front here uh, have their short swords um, drawn. And one of them slashes out at Sildar, the other at Loris. So the first one on Sildar slashes out and misses, just cuts the air in front of Sildar as he takes a step back. Um, 
and the other one swipes out at Loris, rolling an eight, which is a miss as well. So having seen these arrows coming in, they're a little more aware for the ones in front, and they just both step back in time to see these skeletons cut air. Um, and the rest of the skeletons are just shaking their swords in, in anger. Loris, <laughs> we're back. We're with you. <clears throat> okay. Um, that was a bit annoying. <laughs> Fucking arrow's been shot at me. <laughs> Fucking hell, rude. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, do I? I can't believe it. I know I should, but I really can't. But I will. So, um, yeah, I think well, at the point of time the um, arrow hits me, I just let out an almighty howl, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do it because my throat's been killing me for like three weeks. Right. Right. You can hear it. You can hear it. It's croaking, and it's really bugging me. Um, there it is. Um, so, yeah, so almighty howl comes out and just recklessly because i'm already pissed off i'm already tired i'm just gonna launch was it that one there was it the one that's directly in front of me that swung and missed at me yes yeah yes yeah so um i'm going to do my reckless attack um whilst raging on this dude here and i'm just gonna remember what the reckless attack does <laughs> um because i haven't used it that often um basically my first attack um i gain advantage on on a on attacking him so I can roll with advantage on him. Okay. Okay. So I will do that with my ragey great axe attack, which is coming at him now. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I roll a 23 doing 11 slashing damage. Yeah, cool. That is more than enough. Uh, 11 slashing damage. Damn, that's really good. So you just slice um, across his chest, just snapping off like a huge chunk of uh, like ribs, maybe about six of the ribs just gets shattered and he's losing his balance. He's, he doesn't look um, like much is holding him together at the moment. Excellent. Yeah. Um, just for yourself um, to remember when, so if, when they, when you attack, you get, um, I get advantage. Advantage. On you, right? advantage against yeah. 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 That's right. Okay, cool. Is that anyone? So anyone that attacks you gets advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So cool. by recklessly attacking, yeah. I'm at a, I'm at disadvantage. Yeah, you've opened attacks. yourself up. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Loris? Uh, no, I'm good. Cool. Sig, back to you. You've just seen the swarm of uh, skeletons run up and one take a big cut uh, out of it from Loris, and you've had a couple of arrows just shoot, shoot into your shield. What do you? What's up? So as Sig sees the undead hordes advance towards him, he raises his shield, blocking some arrows. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees one arrow impact into Sildar. And as the the undead bash into the front line, he yells out, For the living! And he hopes that Mr. Sildar feels like he's got um, rallied. So I get to roll my sweet 1d8 minus yeah, one. Nice. So he gains an additional four temporary hit points until the end of a long rest. Nice, that's pretty good. And then Sig will lunge forward into the closest skelly boy, slashing his short sword of ire. Yeah, cool. Do I just roll? Just, ro- just roll normally for now. Yeah, yeah. So he gets a 21 with advantage. Uh, was your... For, why are you at advantage? I don't get advantage because of Loris's thing. Oh, that's... Is that... I'm not sure. Is that right, Dave? Melee attack, melee, yeah, melee attack while I'm raging. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, 
he gets advantage on the attack. Yeah, perfect. All right, so a roll of a 21 is enough. Now, you would, be, thanks to the, um, the, the sheath of iron, your, your blade does an extra two damage um, on that swipe. You cut down through that skeleton, and it just um, crumbles into dust uh, at your feet. Um, you look at the blade, and it looks like uh, it was before entering the sheath. It looks like it's lost that extra bit of sharpness that it once had. Um, anything else there, Sig? Sig would like to drop kick the skeleton's head into the ranks behind it just as it dies. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you, you totally do that. Um, the head just gets kicked and stomped underfoot by the other skeletons. Um, it is Sildar's turn. What Sildar got up his sleeve? Um, he just uh, looks back at, at Sig uh, and says, uh, For the living! And charges out with his, um, his sword that you have returned to him. And he slashes out twice across the, um, the skeleton in front of him. Uh, the first one seems to catch air, uh, but the other one hits true and slashes across um, the skeleton. The skeleton in front of him is wobbly on its feet at best. It, uh, it does not look good. If skeletons could be bloodied, that skeleton would be bloodied. Um, I think we established that that it was marrowed. Oh, that's right. They're marrowed. <laughs> He's been marrowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. So that skeleton next to Silda is looking very marrowed. Uh, Bill, we're back with you. Um, so in front of me, I have like a marrowed skelly boy up here. Mm -hmm. And then this one? Yes. Yeah. He's untouched at the moment. That one. He's what? Sorry. That one. That one had. That one had been damaged. He's. He's. Yeah, he's just looking a bit scarred from the um the ice dagger that uh, exploded over him. Right. Um. Okay. And what what are the rules on your rage, Loris? Um. So any melee attack, a few. Yeah. Any melee attack against anyone within five feet of me, um, is is with advantage. So at the within five feet of you. Yeah. So there's only one skeleton yeah, so within, within five, five feet of me. Two, right? That one there. It's got to be in a in a square adjacent to basically, like if you. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'll I'll obviously move into that space, but. Okay, that's cool. Um... So it's the one in front of Sildar and Loris, the one that's kind of near both of them, is the one that you'd have advantage on. Okay, that's cool. Um, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to move up to here and I'm going to try to um, like drive my rapier through like whatever purchase I can find, like be it rotting flesh or mm -hmm. bone or whatever, and try to duck behind the skeleton. Um, seeing the volley of arrows from before, I'm just going to try to gain what cover I can from uh, this skeletal body. So, so you're going to like stab him and then move in behind him. So you're kind of like within. So I'm going to I'm going to get down on one knee. Yeah. And stab up into his oh, yeah. what would be guts. Okay. And like with the rest of his body kind of draped over me. So yeah. I guess it's if he lives, it's probably quite risky. If he doesn't, 
then you're going to try and maybe catch. I'll get some sort of protection. Sure, you want to try and you catch his fall in his ribcage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like ribcage using, wearing using like an exoskeleton. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to attempt to wear the bones of a reanimated skeleton, sure. That sounds like a dangerous proposition. Classic. Just like a very standard thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm rolled ahead. I'm outside of the advantage range, but I did hit 20. Oh, yeah. 20 is definitely a a hit. Um, And you do... And he takes four piercing. All right. You do four uh, piercing damage. Um, And uh, you managed to, like, um, just knock a rib... And then push through ear. So you've done like a little bit of damage to um, maybe a little bit of to his spine and one of his ribs, but he's still standing. <laughs> and he rattles his bones at you. Um, so he's still standing and you are now in a crouched position in front of him. You can still use movement to stand up if you wanted. No, I'm just going to call back with my bonus action and just say, I'll uh, rib you from limb to limb. <laughs> Is that is that a wasted uh, like? Uh, it's that's a good one, good one that you missed out now because that's not actually a move, right? Nah. Damn. All right, Murican. That's fine. Murican, you're still up on the trees with your with your spider baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. She takes a handful of oak bark out of one of her pouches, and she smooths it over Sweet Runzen's body as she chants. Let the protection of the oak be with you, my child. And she has cast bark skin on Ranzin. Nice. The sweet little baby spider. And she, then she uh, whispers, now go. And um, she urges it to attack. Um, so I'm going to uh, direct it to climb down towards this uh, frontline skeleton here. And uh, lash out with a bite. So the one standing in front of Silda? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, give us a roll. I will. <laughs> Rears up on its hind legs. A menacing figure indeed, I hope. <laughs> and rolls a 17. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, that 17 is a hit. Um, and- However... Is, I'm guessing a skeleton can't be poisoned. Correct. That is, so uh, you could, you could <laughs> try, but I don't think that would be, it would do much. So, but with two piercing damage, um, it manages to bite, because of the size of it, it bites onto the femur and just kind of pulls it away like a dog with a bone. Um, <laughs> and, and it just drops the skeleton dead onto the ground. Um, Got your leg. Because physics, I guess physics <laughs> uh cool so that's another i would uh, i'd like to urge it to retreat back up into the tree to the safety of the branches how much movement do we do we give that little guy oh that's plenty yeah, yeah, i believe spiders have 40 yeah, feet yeah, of yeah, movement that's... and are not hindered by climbing yeah no that's cool totally happy with that um uh, cool um uh, baron back to you okay um, I'm going to do the same thing as last time, but I'm going to attack this guy with ice knife. Uh, which one was? Oh, yeah, that one. Okay, so cool. Second from the back. Yeah, sure. Uh, roll to hit. 
Uh, 19. Oh yeah, that's totally a hit. Uh, doing three piercing damage. Uh, and now we're needing needing to do another six rolls to avoid this thing. Yes, sorry about that. And it's a roll of 14, is it? Uh, yeah, 14 decks. Okay, that one failed, that one failed as well, that one failed, that one failed, that one totally failed, and that one failed. So that, that thing just right. knocks into um, the, the skeleton you were aiming at. It hits, does a huge amount of damage, and while it's still stuck in the chest, it explodes, um, killing the one that it hit completely, just destroying that one, um, and doing nine damage to the ones around it. Uh, the one directly in front of it um, takes a blast to the back of the head, and it just shatters the skull completely. The one next to him the bones within its ribcage just gets blown out and drops to the ground. The one standing next to the one you originally hit is just disintegrated right off his feet. Uh, Bill, does it need to interrupt what I'm saying now? Or? Uh, I was just going to say, like, he's draped over Bill, right? Oh, that thing just shattered. Like, that's, like, this thing, it did so much damage compared to how much health it had left. It's just, like, the bones just got blown. There's no part that's really joining onto any other part oh, right shit. Now. okay do i need to save or anything no no you're far enough away to to not have been hit by it the one uh behind okay. the one with that ice knife also just gets shattered just blown to pieces um damn and the one standing at the back of the, this group um manages to to take a decent brunt of it but is still standing and just looks kind of around <laughs> and what's going on? Um, and that was that's that's ice knife number two. Dang. Yeah, I was going to yell out, "Use some manners next time." <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of undead. Yeah, uh, it's the skeleton's turn, um, and the one remaining one in the front of the group just charges forward um, at Bill with his blade out. Um, and just swipes out with its uh, short sword. Uh, it rolls 14. Uh, please. Let me just double check that. <laughs> oh, that must be close. Yeah, it's uh, exactly enough. It's enough. It does. He brings his um, short sword down, scratching across the crouching frame of Bill, uh, doing seven piercing damage, or slashing damage in this case. <laughs> Um, that's too much and the eight at the back uh, let loose another round volley of arrows at the four standing in the row <sighs> um, so we go two on Sildar uh, that is a hit and a miss so three damage to Sildar he's just taking out some of his temporary hit points which is great uh, thanks to Sig <laughs> The next uh, two are aimed directly in Loris's direction. Uh, one, he rolls a 17 and a 7. So I'm guessing that's 17 hits. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. <clears throat> Any attack on you is at advantage, isn't it? Um, let me check Until on your next turn. Melee oh, uh, melee yeah, attack. Well, is it melee attack? Let me read. Let's have a look. It does say melee attacks yeah, using cool. strength. All right. Yeah. Okay, so one, one hit, one didn't. Uh, doing four uh, damage. Okay. 
another two arrows coming down at Sig. And that's uh, two misses again, just doo -doo into the shield in, in Sig's hands. Um, and two more coming down uh, on top of Bill. One misses, and the other is a crit success. Doing seven damage um, to Bill. This one just lands thunk, straight into Bill's thigh. Um, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the that's the skeleton's turn. Uh, Loris, we're back with you. All right. Um, okay. So, seeing this, the, the the skeleton in front of Bill is that how damaged does he look? Um, he took a decent chunk of that ice knife that you saw explode. Like he's missing some, some ribs and scratches and yeah, he's not looking too good. Okay. So what I want to do is I, I, I want to dash as far as I can. Well, not dash, sorry. I want to run as far as I can towards the, um, archer, um, skeleton. So I probably end up maybe about here. Yeah. You'd end um, up at this point. Yeah, about that square there. But what I want to do is kind of. On my way there, I want to take a swinging, a swinging slice yeah. at the um, <clears throat> at the skeleton that's there. I like where this so is going. Might be a little so, so literally, just want to rent off and just. My question to you swing. is: If you miss, are you yeah. still running past? Oh, absolutely. Cool. Let's. let's... I, I'm run my my intention to get there as, as <clears throat> to get towards the arches, but um, yeah, yeah, take out the <clears throat> take out him as well. Yeah, cool. So you you take off. And actually, the <clears throat> the skeleton sees you coming at him, and he readies his sword. So, can you roll to hit, please? Can I roll a nineteen? Why am I rolling with the bundle? Sorry, that wasn't with the bundle. It was a seven and said. I apologize. That, that, that was, was a crit, that's a crit, that's a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> can you roll a d one hundred for me? Hold on a second. Yes, I can. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> Instead of doing that, I'm just going to give um, the skeleton an advantage on the uh, attack of opportunity that you've given as you run past okay. him. Um, cool. And he's rolled a 21, slashing you, oh! slashing you with seven seven damage as you run past him. What a dick. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you can totally um, end up where you said you wanted to be. Yeah, I'll still go because even though even though I probably felt that hit, mm. I'm of fairly certain mind that I'm just charging to about here. I think is where I said. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, and you, probably when I get there, I'll realize. <laughs> yeah, you you ran out, you <laughs> swiped and missed, and it just cut you square across the stomach as you ran past. Yeah. So as I as I get to where I am, I'm just gonna go. Ah. Nice. Nice. Uh, cool. Sig, we're with you. Sig um, strides forward next to the bleeding Mr. Bill, and he sheaths his sword into the sheath of ire. Can you roll and me? And pulls it out again. <laughs> All right. And that's that's in full action, right? I'll, I'll let that happen as a as a full action. Yeah. Sweet. So, so he goes, expecting there to be sparks and stuff yeah, yeah. on his blade. Give me a roll of a D3 twice, please. 
Yeah, do it. Uh, all right. It was a one. one. Really enjoying this. Uh, and your second one for okay. This is a one and a two. This is pretty good. So that Cha -cha. it's the it's the sheathing that causes the sparks this time, and they burn out. And I need you to roll a d6, please. <laughs> a d6 for the entering of the scabbard. Of the, of the entering of the scabbard, yeah, because you've you've pushed it in, and it's it's basically sharpening the blade as you push it in, and the sparks. <laughs> fly out up over the back of your neck and do two burning damage. You, yeah. you, pull, you pull the sword out um, and no sparks as it comes out. But you look at it and it is beautifully sharp once again. Sig starts to understand what is up. Yeah. Um, but that is and your Sig action. Sig is ready for battle in the next round. Cool. It's um, Sildar's turn. And he just runs for this uh, skeleton in front of Gil. Um, and he says... Uh, he just calls out. Uh, where's my mouth? Uh, Gil, uh, I've I've got you, Gil. Don't you worry. And he slashes out with his um with his longsword a couple of times, missing, cutting, what a good old boy. cutting here yeah, <laughs> both <laughs> times, just slashing out. Oh. And he's just like this skeleton while it's wobbling on its feet, just seems to be almost just evading accidentally. Um. To which Silda just goes, ah, sh shit. Um, <laughs> uh, Bill, we're back with you. You've got an arrow in your knee. You've just taken an arrow to the knee. Okay. Um, resisting the urge to <laughs> reference the fact that I used to be an adventurer. <laughs> um, I'm just going to slash out of the, the uh, enemy in front of me. Cool. Please roll. When I say slash, I mean stab. That sounds good. Oh, man! This this oh. skeleton is not having any of your what you're up to. Everything seems to be missing this thing right now, and it just lets out an evil cackle, which I cannot replicate right now. <laughs> Come on, use your soundboard. <laughs> yes. There I'll get you next time, He Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he Man! It just sounds like Billy Goblin. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we haven't seen Billy Goblin in a wee while. How far away are you? We're still like, we're not too far. We're like two thirds of the way to spawning <laughs> Billy Goblin. We don't need no Billies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> anything else on your turn, Bill? Uh, yeah, I just want to call out to the Baron. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just going to say. Uh, don't challenge death to a pillow fight if you can't handle the repercussions. Oh, fuck. That's my. How much psychic damage like, do I suffer? <laughs> it might feel like uh, a vicious mockery, but it's actually a bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, we're going into inter-party conflict here. Sweet. He's like, oh my God. Bill's going to join the skeletons. Uh, mm. Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. thank you. Right. Give it D6. Okay. Cool. Sorry, it was <laughs> That was a good one. I like that one. American. And it, does it last <laughs> for 10 minutes? Is that right? Uh, yeah, 10 minutes. It'll run out. It's a so 1D6. That you can add to any role, but you need to uh, decide 
before you get told whether it's a success or a fail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, American. You've, American. You've seen just these skeletons just getting annihilated from these little um, icy knives being thrown out of a behind a rock. Classic Baron. Classic Baron. <laughs> but she also hears the clash of swords and the spilling of blood and the cries of her comrades. Correct. And she uh, whips around short bow in hand and, and cries out, I'll save you! And she lets loose an arrow with advantage because of the doodad. Wait, why advantage? Hide advantage. Hide advantage. Oh, yes, right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, um, who are you aiming for? I do well, want to... I rolled a 23 and a 20. Okay. But who are you... However... Who are you aiming for? <laughs> I'm the guy that's attacking our boys. Oh, the one at the front next to Silda. The scary scally boy slashing out at my mate Bill. Okay, cool. I won't let this stand. All right. But I just want to say I have rolled a 23 and a 20, but I get to re-roll a dice, a die, because of my elven accuracy. So I'm going to re-roll a 20 just in case I can get better. You're just trying to get that um, that crit success, huh? <laughs> I just I just desperate for that, that sweet, sweet crit. I've become okay. addicted to the crit. A, but I don't a... think I'll get one. D twenty, and we'll add five um, you to know, it. I'll settle for a twenty-three. You know, I'm rolling. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll take that. We'll take. You know what? Let's stick with the twenty-three. Cool. You just shoot down into the top of the skeleton's skull, and it just explodes out um, mid cackle <laughs> and just gone. <laughs> <laughs> and it just drops down to the ground, dead. Uh, you've taken care of the the group of melee fighters. Um, is there anything your spiders would like to do? Spider. Spider. Don't even remind <laughs> me right now. Way to remind that you, uh, your player killed off one of her pets overnight. Yeah? I know. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm scared to send him into battle. He's such a fragile wee thing, yeah, even with the bark skin. But there's like six. There's like six. Eight guys lining up to take a shot at my sweet little runs in. I can't let that happen. I'm going to stay in the tree with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Although, right. actually, can I see? Actually, my question is: yeah. Can I see what the from my vantage point? What those eight uh, skeleton soldiers are armed with? Are they with swords? They're, short bows. They're all holding short bows currently. No uh, sheathed weapons inside. Oh, they've all got sheathed weapons. They've all got a um, a short sword at their side. Mm. However, <laughs> does that mean they have to take? I'm saying however a lot. Um, do that? Does that mean they have to spend an action to change weapons? Correct. If they want to change weapons, they will have to spend an action. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna send him. I'm gonna send him to his probable death. I don't know. No, no, <laughs> no, so no I'm not doing it. Yes. He tries to run off, and I'm like, no, I can't lose another. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. So is that? However, is that it? However, <laughs> I'm gonna stay in the tree. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Cool, Baron. How many ice knives you got there? I got one more. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna? Are we gonna see the return I'm gonna, of the ice knife? You will. Return of the, okay, I'm gonna move down here. 
Yes, and I'm yeah, I'm definitely going to use it. Wait, where did you go? Are oh, you behind? Well, depending the... on how my I'm behind this skeleton. How recently dead are these skeletons? I mean, do they look rotten or? Oh right, like... no, no, these they've got. Um, they can, well, you can spend your turn investigating them if you like. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to aim at this guy right here. All right, this so... one, the second, yeah, they sort of. Out I really just want to add to your animation ice knife. It's something like that. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm rolling it. Ice knife. Okay, uh, what do I get? Uh, boo, a nine on the attack roll. But then no, oh, oh my you can God. choose with a. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going to add a d6. Good idea. Oh, it's not going to hit. So what's that? What's that? A thirteen? Thirteen. Thirteen. Which is enough to. Oh. <laughs> so that that does an extra seven damage on that. Guy. Damn you! Yeah. So you just again that ice knife just soars through the air and just lands straight into the chest of this um of the Skelly boy. Uh, so now we're gonna have to roll another six. So we'll go with these front two to see if they survive. First one fails. Second one does not fail. The one that you originally hit does not fail. The fourth one does not fail. The fifth one definitely fails with a crit fail. And the sixth one succeeds with a crit success. Um, Okay, so only two. And so they take nine damage, except for the one at the back, which, again, I said takes one and a half of that crit fail. Um, so that, oh, was a crit fail. That one crit failed. Um, okay. So that sort of, I think it just explodes closer to him than any of the, any of the others, uh, and it just shreds him, and he just drops to the ground dead in one. It gets him in his coccyx. Right in the coccyx. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Right. I like it. Uh, anything else, Baron? Painful. His funny bone. Um, no, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, it is the skeletons' turns uh, now. The front four um, all charge towards Loris. Um, in doing so, they spend their action putting away their short bows and withdrawing That's their right short swords. Do. The three at the back, um, the three at the back, oh, they're they're all. Where are they going to be aiming? Oh, I have a feeling they're aiming at Loris, I'm afraid. All three of them now Cut seeing Loris run up. Um, they each shoot an arrow out towards Loris. Uh, first one rolls a 10. The second one rolls a 15. The third one rolls a 15. Ooh, bring it on. So that's 11 damage total. I will, I will be using my stone's endurance. There we go. To reduce. <laughs> I was waiting for What's that. That's a D12, isn't it? Um, yeah, so stone's endurance allows me to roll, um, reduce the damage dealt, dealt to me with by a 1D12 plus 1. I tell you what, th- this so, this roll is normally for one attack, is that right? Because you got two attacks yeah, happening. Yeah, so if you roll a 12, yeah. if you roll me a nat 12... You will negate all damage. Mm. Okay. I'm good for that. Uh, so it's 1d12 plus 1, but I'll roll it now. Here it um, 
nine. It's a nine. Okay. What was the first attack? The first attack was for six damage. So you take no damage from that one, but you do take five okay. from the one following up. Okay. Cool. Cool. That is the skeleton's turns. Loris, how are you feeling? Um, yeah, I'm a bit bleeding. <clears throat> There's some holes in me. I just want to say a wound across my stomach. I just want to say that it's ten past ten. I think people probably have to get going. Is that right? Attack. Okay, okay, we'll we'll go through to the end of this round. We'll go through to the end of this round. Uh Loris, All right. you're up. Um yeah, so Loris is, is fairly bloody. He's still <clears throat> quite determined and quite angry, so he's not really re- focusing on his injuries, but there's kind of holes, I guess, from the arrows and stuff. There's an arrow stuck in his chest, I'd imagine. But yeah, we're still going. <laughs> <laughs> um so I've got four around me, yeah? Yes, yeah. Okay, so in a in a very quick summary, which one's looking the worst? Uh, from a quick glance, um, the two on your right look unscathed. The okay. ones on your left look a little battle-worn. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to smash overhead at the one furthest to my left. Okay, cool. Give us a roll. And hopefully finish him off because I really don't want to take four sorty slashy things um, I rolled a 17 doing 12 slashing damage yeah you just like again your axe just comes down it splits the skull it shatters and it just you crumble all of the the rib cage away from the spine and just drop it down to the ground dead and I turn to the other three ready to take them all on <laughs> Sig over <laughs> so to you. nice so Sig charges forward across the battlefield, and as he does so, he calls out to Mr. Loros, Hold fast, Mr. Loros! Your muscles are stronger than bone! And uses his rally ability with a sweet D8 minus one for a whopping zero temporary HP. <laughs> Sig! <laughs> Every Inspirational nonetheless. <laughs> um... <laughs> every, time. every time how do you get a minus um, one on that but um, Sig just forgot to use his outside voice so Mr. Loras <laughs> didn't hear his fine words Loras your skin's really strong <laughs> how do you get a minus one on that is that to do with your intelligence or that's my negative charisma modifier yeah. oh okay that makes sense mm. Um, so then reaching the undead skeletons in front of him, he slashes down into the hand which is holding the weapon. Okay. With advantage. Yeah, you get advantage With on this sweet one. Sweet advantage. Yeah. A crit. Oh, oh man. Oh. With seven plus five plus ire damage. Yeah, you just shatter the hand of the skeleton and its sword just gets dropped to the ground. The, the, the shattering of the hand just sends like cracks all the way up the entire arm of the skeleton and across a chunk of its uh, sternum. Um, it's alive. Well, undead, but barely undead. I don't know. He's marrowed. He's well marrowed, this one. Does it get to roll another d6 for ire damage? I mean, you can... Oh, actually, you're right. You, no, you get um, an extra two to your attack. So actually, that's that splintering of the um, of the bone just like ripples across its entirety, 
and just shatters it. Um, and it falls nice. to the ground dead. Um, but now you look at your blade and it is back to its normal state. <laughs> um, and it is Sildar's turn, who doesn't want to miss out on any of this fun. He, he too runs to Loris's <laughs> side and swipes out um, with advantage, of course, which is fantastic, uh, twice at the one in front of him. Actually, how much movement was that? Let's actually take a look. We might be able to do a bit of fun with this one. Um, okay, he's going he's gonna to attack with advantage to that first one. He rolls 21 and slash, oh. slashes that skeleton across its face and just shatters the skull, and it drops dead to the ground. He uses his remaining movement um, to sidle up next to this other skeleton uh, and swipes out with advantage, and he rolls a 20. Uh, Unfortunately, not a crit, unfortunately. It's not a nat 20. Um, Only doing a little damage, only doing two damage to the skeleton. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.